At the risk of boring you with seemingly trivial information, I want to put today's readings in a certain context. Our readings for Sunday Mass week after week, as many of you know, are on a three-year cycle. Your A, your B, and your C. Your A is the Gospel for Matthew, your B are Gospels Mark, and your C is the Gospel of Luke. We are currently in your B, the Gospel of Mark. But you may have just noticed that our Gospel, even though we're in this year B, comes from John. And by the way, even though, although our readings are on a three-year cycle, that also means that our homilies are on a three-year cycle. So just as you'll hear these readings again in 2021, in 2024, in 2027, you will hear this homily again in 2021, 2024, if you don't get rid of me by then, 2027. But our gospel day is from John, in your B, the gospel for Mark. What's going on there? The gospel of Mark is the shortest gospel of all four gospels, 16 chapters long. And so during this short year for Mark, the church takes five weeks in the middle of the year, usually in late summer, midsummer, early summer, however you want to look at it, to focus on one chapter from John, John chapter 6. We take five weeks and listen to the entirety of John 6. Last week, this week, and the next three weeks. That should raise a very interesting question. Why John 6? So my goal today is twofold. First, to offer a few thoughts on the overall context of John 6 and why it matters so much for us as Catholics. And second, I want to offer a word on freedom in light of our first reading from Exodus. So first, John 6. John 6 is known as the bread of life discourse. The Gospel of John does not have a Last Supper institution narrative. You won't find anything about the Last Supper in John, but you will find this beautiful bread of life discourse. And for us as Catholics, John 6, in many ways, provides the evidence, the scriptural evidence for our radical belief that Christ is truly really and substantially present under the appearances of bread and wine in the Eucharist. Which means this, if anyone were to ever ask you, hey, where is this evidence you find for such a radical belief about the Eucharist? Look no further than John 6. It provides the evidence, the clear evidence from Jesus' own words at Capernaum 2,000 years ago for what we still believe today. So what I invite all of us to do in the coming weeks, as we continue to listen to John 6 and Jesus' words get even more intense next week and the next week and the next week, I want you to be listening for the evidence, the evidence for our belief of Christ's real presence in the Eucharist. Second, a word on freedom. Our first reading this morning comes from the book of Exodus. Exodus, from the Old Testament, is a book about one thing. It's a book about freedom. It's a book about freedom. It's the story of the people of Israel leaving slavery in Egypt 
and going home. They are being set free. And Moses has been chosen by God to be their leader. And in this reading today, you just heard the people of Israel's response. How do they respond to Moses leading them out of Israel, out of slavery in Egypt, excuse me? How do they respond? They complained. They grumbled. They wanted to go back. In the scriptures, slavery in Egypt is always a representation of slavery to sin, of slavery to the old way of life. And all of us know how hard it is to go from the old to the new, from the past to the future. We know how painful that can be. We know how we want to grumble like the Israelites. We want to complain. We sometimes even want to say, I want to go back there. Those were the good old days. Let's go back to Egypt. But Christ sets us free. And what does God provide for the people of Israel during this transition from slavery to freedom? He gives them bread from heaven. That is a clear foreshadowing of what the Eucharist does for us today. It feeds us. It nourishes us. It strengthens us as we all transition time and time again from the old way to the new way. So, what I propose this morning is simple. Let's consider what new way of life is Jesus calling us to? And watch and see how the Eucharist feeds us and nourishes us and strengthens us from our old way of slavery to the new life in Christ.